hey EA, we got your soundtrack for Skate 4 right here. It's Turnstile, episode 18. This is Moshmouth. Real quick today, before we get started, I just wanted to make a quick announcement that I have officially launched moshmouth.com. You can find all the podcast episodes there, along with some brand new written reviews I'm going to be doing. I'm also going to be moving the new releases and news exclusively to the website, so those won't be taking up any more time on these podcast episodes. It's just going to be straight discussions from here on out, so definitely go check that shit out. And that's it. I'm done promoting. Let's get to it. We are talking the third studio album, Glow On, from the Baltimore, Maryland punk rockers in Turnstile, released August 27th, 2021, via Roadrunner Records. And I have Phoenix and Maddie has come back to uh, be a part of this review. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hello. You guys ready to talk a little glow on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, before we start, Turnstile, the roster, roster lineup. Brendan Yates on vocals, Brady Ebert on lead guitar, Franz Lyons on bass, Pat McCrory on rhythm, and Daniel Fang, which is a really cool name, on the drums. And we got 15 songs coming in in about 35 minutes, which makes sense because... These songs are nice little snippets of punk rock energy for the most part. So I will start us out. We got track number one, Mystery. And I really like this song. And that's going to be a pattern we're going to see on basically every song because I really like this album. Um, Mystery. I really like how this one starts out like super dreamy. And then the punk rock vibes kick in. And I really think Phoenix and I talked about this earlier but it's kind of a really good representation of how this whole album sounds overall, you know, kind of dreamy, kind of punky. We get some dream punk. That's their new genre. Apparently this song is pretty sick though. I has some really, really good drumming from uh, Daniel Fang. And of course we get a nice, nice little guitar solo from, uh, from Brady. What did, uh, what did you think of this, this song, Maddie? Um, I liked it. I think it was a good opener to the album. And I agree with you about it, like sounding like really, really dreamy. This sounds really nice at first, and then, and then it's like, just kidding. We're just still kidding. turnstile, it's punky. <laughs> and Phoenix, you said the we like we talked about before. You, we both agreed that it's just kind of a good representation of, you know, how it sounds overall. Kind of gets you ready for the rest of the album. Yeah, definitely. It kind of blends both of the sounds that you'll hear throughout in one. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, cool. That's Mystery. It's a cool track. Track two is called Blackout. And I have to say, this one right here, this is your Skate 4 whenever that game comes out. It's your lead single, EA. Use it in your marketing material. (laughs) I want to see someone doing a 360 flip to this song in the promo. (laughs) Please do it. I'm telling you. 
it's got a big skate punk vibe kind of to start off, but then the production and kind of like the strange, weird, awesome percussion break make it also really stand out. And it kind of feels super unique, even though at its core, it's just a really cool skate punk song. I also really like the effect they use on the guitar. They kind of get like this, they, they use this, you know, over the whole album, they get this like super big atmospheric, almost like shoegaze type sound on certain parts. And then of course you kind of, it kind of finishes off with like a nice little hardcore, almost hate breed esque type riff. Uh, what did you, what did you think of this one, Phoenix? I know this one had really interesting percussion experimentation. So I was a fan. Yeah. He, he uses like the wood block mm-hmm. and, and I was like, what the hell? But it kind of worked. What, what about you, Maddie? Would, did you like this one? I really like this one. Um, I think it's funny that you said it should be on like skateboard. Cause I, I think all of turnstile just reminds me of like that skate. skate. It just reminds me of like music that you'd see in like all the skate videos Tony Hawk, yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. And then uh, let's do just do track three, "Don't Play." And uh, Maddie, you said uh, you really enjoyed this one. Why don't you uh, take it away on "Don't Play"? I I really love this song. It's super fun. It's it's definitely like it's different, but I liked it right away. And even uh, I saw Tanner bop into it in the car when we were listening to it. So I, really, I, that's yeah. a surprise. I know he's standing right in the kitchen, but yeah. <laughs> He he was bopping his head, but no, I really like this song. I think it's it's super just fun to listen to. It's funky too. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I really liked how it's like it's super fast and gets some really incredible bass and drum work on this one. It's kind of like you think it's gonna be straightforward, kind of like by the numbers punk song, but then it's not because. It's like when the chorus hits, we get like that weird like piano type effect over some more like weird ass percussion and you get like some clap samples in there. And if that sounds weird, it's just because it is. It's like a weird song, but I but it's a good weird song. Um, you also get another cool little solo over some hardcore esque riffs. And I really got to say this one don't play. I, I, I really like this one, too, Maddie. And I think this one is just a great example of how a punk slash hardcore band can like advance their sound, but still sound fresh and, but still sound like, you know, Hey, we're still punk rock, but we're, you know, we're not abandoning our OG sound, but here's a little experimentation here. So, uh, let's do next track underwater boy. I loved this track. Um, this is one of my favorites and I think this is one of yours. You really like this one too, Maddie. Yeah, I really liked it too. It gives me like shoegazy, like indie type vibes, but it's still like it's still turnstile. Um, it makes me like listen to it by like a pool or a beach. It just gives me summer vibes. Oh it's yeah, relaxed, oh. but I like it. It was hundred percent, hundred percent. That's that's exactly what I had too. I mean, it's kind of like this is kind of where they go in a little bit of a different direction versus like their normal typical stuff, mm-hmm. but. It, like it's, it's just I had written down just what you said. It feels very different with like the verses. You almost get like the shoegaze type approach, but then you still get like that familiar sounding riff in the chorus that reminds you that hey, this is still turnstile. But um, and then they also throw in some like weird like '80s sounding drum effects with like another little solo. And um, this is actually the longest track too at over like three minutes, which still not very long, but. 
I don't know. I just, uh, I like this one a lot. I just, it just keeps true to that short and sweet approach that turnstiles always had, but it's really, really experimental. And I think it really worked really well. Um, Phoenix, do you have anything on underwater boy or no? Yeah, this one just had a lot of surf rock influences to me. Yeah, for sure. I can like I think I was talking to you earlier about it. It kind of reminds me of like the the surf curse kind of type mm-hmm. type vibe. Like you said, Maddie, listening to it like by the pool or on a beach or it's very very summery, which is which is cool. Let's do track five, holiday. And uh, Maddie, why don't you uh, you tell us about holiday? Um, this was like the first new song that I heard from this album, like when it was on the EP. And yeah. when I first heard it, like the beginning part, I was like, uh oh, like this is going to sound very different. But um, then I would realize I was like, okay, it's still like turnstile. And I, I really loved it. And I don't, it, this song gets me hyped in the car. <laughs> yeah, it is. I could, it's definitely got like that. I don't know that hardcore type hype to it, which is, which is cool because like you said, when you first start listening to it, you're like, "Ah, what's, you know, kind of what's going on here, but then it kind of kicks in and then you're like, okay, yeah, this is definitely, definitely still, still turnstile, but it's just got that, those wacky production effects that, you know, but I think, I think I had written down that I think a lot of like the older turnstile fans will kind of gravitate towards this one just because like, it's different, but at the same time, it's very much like OG turnstile in a lot of ways as, as well. Phoenix, what did you think of Holiday? This one is my personal favorite single. Oh, it is your favorite single. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, the, uh, I would I would agree with you. I think it's probably is like off of that original little EP that we got a couple was it a couple no, only a couple of weeks ago. I think. Yeah, I think or I showed that it was to a couple you in the car ago. when it first came out. But yeah, it was it it was it was cool. Humanoid Shakeup, track six. This one's like a one minute hardcore punk song. Uh, it's nothing like nothing's too fancy about it. But I think it's kind of like it's put well here because it's nothing too fancy. But that's kind of the point. You get Holiday and you got all these like kind of weird, more experimental songs before it, and then they kind of just like put this one in here, and they're just like, hey, see, we still have hardcore punk songs that aren't really like too strange or anything. But uh, then that's followed up by uh, Endless. And I really like Endless. Uh, Brandon shows some of his vocal range here with uh, some nice little guitar riffs, of course. And and also we get a nice little ending two-step, which who doesn't not like a nice little two-step? But I think we already we already talked about this, but uh, recently at a turnstile show. <laughs> Someone, someone uh, two-stepped right into a big old pile of shit, and then that pile of shit ended up on stage. So hopefully, when we all see them, we are all going to be seeing them at uh, Knotfest in uh, Iowa here in a couple of weeks. Be on the lookout for piles of shit if they play this song, because I'm going to be too. I'm going to be two-stepping. <laughs> wow, we'll that was quite I, the statement, sir. I'm just saying, I can see this. This one's going to be like a fun live one. I could see them playing this one. You'd see someone shitting to this song. Just, yeah. That's like the new, that's the new uh, compliment. (laughs) Yeah, man. I could just, I could just like really see myself shitting to this one. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Wow. I don't really have much to say on that. 
That's okay. You don't even need to say anything. What do you say, Maddie? I said taking a fat dump with the songs playing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Give you inspiration. Oh my god. That's right. Next, that's that's tomorrow. Tomorrow at work. Endless is getting put on. <laughs> wow. Right after my mor- right after my morning coffee, I'm gonna two step shit right into my my work toilet. <laughs> that was a little graphic. Sorry. It was. I don't really. I'm not gonna be texting you tomorrow morning. <laughs> let's uh, let's move on, shall we? Let's move on to let's move on to the next track. Uh, Fly again, Phoenix. Why don't you tell us about Fly again? This one is probably my favorite track on the album. I love the guitar. The vocal layering is fantastic. And if ethereal hardcore were a genre, this would be it. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Ethereal hardcore. Mm-hmm. That that's their new brand. Instead of a instead of a dream punk, we can just go we could do like a ethereal ethereal dream. How about that? Ethereal dream punk. And combine them. Ethereal that's, the, that's that's what ethereal core. That's the that's what this <laughs> genre is. Hard ethereal. Like I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, fly again. Did you like this one, Maddie? Yeah, I did. When I listened to it, it like I don't know why. Maybe it's just because I've been playing too much Guitar Hero lately. But it just <laughs> feels like a song that should be on Guitar Hero. I don't know why, but it just gives me that vibe. I could you could never yeah. you could never play too much Guitar Hero. Right. But I could definitely see it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think Flagon is a good song. I liked it. I think it's a perfect example of kind of like this new sound that they're going for. A little punk, a little hardcore influence, and then you throw in a little, you know, a little sleepies, a couple little dreamy, <laughs> dreamy, dreamy vibes all mashed up together. Uh, get a get of it bonus points because it has another guitar solo. That's how you get bonus points for me. Just put a guitar solo in. Boom, bonus points. There you go. Flagon. That was a cool one though. Um, Alien Love Call is the next track. <laughs> and uh, this one is, I like this one, but this one's fucking weird. Uh, Phoenix, why don't you uh, tell you tell me earlier that you really like this song? Yeah, I really do like this one. Um, so I know we've but all three of, have seen Rocky Horror Picture Show, right? Yes. So does everyone remember the end scene where they're in the pool? All of them. Not really. You're probably going to have to tell us what the scene is. So they're basically having an orgy in the pool. Um, nice. So to me, if Rocky Horror got a remake, that song or this song would be playing in that scene. So wait, you're saying that this song is a song that you'd put on if you're having an orgy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I don't know. But I also see But I also said that, like, I would slow dance to this song. But, like, I imagine it, like, coming off of a night of partying and listening to this song. Like, just kind of trippy, but, like, kind of slow, relaxing. I don't know. Basically, like, hey, we're all high as fuck. Let's (laughs) go, like, slow dance over here kind of type song. We'll we'll just leave out the orgy part. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, that's not necessarily the, the, I guess it is kind of the main part of that scene. But I don't know. I'm going to stop talking. No, no, you're good. You're good. No, I definitely, I, I understand what you're saying though. Um, it's like a major slowdown. Um, and it's like the big deep dive into like, hey, we're going to try like this super shoegazy dream vibe and we don't give a fuck. And anyone who says this like wouldn't be like the perfect smoking song is a damn liar. <laughs> so I, I, I totally get what you're saying. I liked it. Uh, what do you think of this one, Maddie? Um. 
It's really weird. So it's I can see that's what I thought at first. It's just it's different, definitely from all the other songs. I liked it a lot. It's just a lot different, but it's just very like it's strange. It's strange. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just a strange one. I can see this one definitely being decisive um, or divisive. Sorry, not the right word there. This one is could could really divide like their own, you know, the hardcore OG fans of like I remember when Turnstile was you know, still hardcore and they didn't do all this bullshit with all this dreamy shit. You know, those people, they're going to be, that's the song they're going to come after. I feel like, cause it's just, it's very experimental, very kind of strange. We also got the feature from uh, blood orange on this one kind of adds a few rhymes here and there. Um, I didn't think it was necessarily a great feature, but the song in itself is, is cool. Um, it's just fucking weird. But uh, let's do uh, Wild World. This one kind of uh, picks the pace back up. It's kind of another punk rock song, which I think was a good good choice for them just because like when you go for like these big stylistic changes in your style, especially coming from like the hardcore of the punk scene, people can bail on you very, very quickly, um, you know, depending on what kind of fan they are. And I think that was smart to put Wild World after alien love call because it's kind of like hey don't leave if you even if you didn't like that last song like here's this so i think you know thinking ahead when they were planning the track list i think that was was a good idea um to me i don't care i just like i like all of it really but this one picks the pace back up um some really interesting percussion effects again some more wood block and those 80s type style drums but i gotta say that i can see this one having a big old circle pit and i really hope that they would play this one live again when we see them in a couple weeks what do you think of this one uh, maddie um i really like this one especially after alien love call <laughs> yeah it's like say again so that's why it's like i think it kind <laughs> of makes it even it kind of pops it out more yeah, it hypes it back up. It, hy- it hypes the album back up. It's like, okay, we slowed down. Now we'll get back into it. Like, Yeah, yeah, we're coming up. You know, we just smoked a joint. We got to chill for a little bit. And now we're going to go jump in the pit now that we chilled out for a little bit. So, uh, and then let's do a dance off. Uh, this one is, uh, this one I wasn't sure on, I will say, the first couple of times I listened to the album. Um, after listening to it a few times, though, um, I like it. I think it's one of my, this would probably be near the, the lower end of, tr- of the tracks of that. I like um, it's again with that. They're just loving that wood block thing. And I, <laughs> I don't know what it is about it. Like I like it, but then sometimes I'm like, eh, it's, maybe it's a little much, but um, it adds personality to the album. I gotta, I gotta point out that, that this song does have a nice sick bass line along with uh another guitar solo but this one's like really fucking weird uh one of the weirdest guitar solos i've heard in like a hot minute so this one was like okay for me like i still liked it but i definitely put it probably more towards the bottom uh what do you think uh of this one maddie um i like this one not it's definitely not my favorite on the album it's just like meh to me that's kind of how that's kind of how I felt about it, but yeah, that's dance off, and it was okay. Let's do new heart design. I like this one. The bass line's pretty pretty fucking sick. 
very intricate dreamy guitar work again on the verses and then we get like some cool like classic like hardcore gang vocals on the chorus i think this one is a good song i think this is just like another prime example of them kind of nailing that new sound that they're going for it's kind of like a good mix of old and new <laughs> tlc turnstile love connection this song is one of my favorites on the album i think this one's gonna connect a lot with you know a lot of the older school fans uh i know phoenix you said this one was one of your favorites you want to talk about this one yeah this is my second favorite single um <laughs> i definitely wrote that it's a song that gets you hyped enough to crash the car from smacking the steering wheel <laughs> true wow, or not that's a, that's a good analogy yeah what do you what about you maddie did you like this one i really like this song a lot like um especially when i heard it on like the ep i thought holiday and tlc were like my two favorite ones for sure it's just super hyped and i don't know i love it so you would crash your car while listening to this song like phoenix said okay cool yeah i would i agree with both of you uh this one is such a this one's a kick-ass song it's like for me when i was listening to the ep you know, a couple months ago or whatever, whenever it came out, this was always the one that I kept going back to. I mean, it's just a straightforward, fast circle pit punk song. Um, get a little TLC, Turnstile Love Connection. I don't know. I think this one would just be the most fun to see live again. I think that they will, out of all the ones that I've said, I'd like to see live. I think this one is the most likely one just because this one, I think was, wasn't this one a single off of the EP originally? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. So yeah, let's hope we can see this one because this one would be, this one would be super fun. Yeah, I and then we get they to play. They'll definitely play this song. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming most of their set is gonna. It's probably gonna. They're only gonna, you know, since they're an opener, they'll probably only play like six or seven songs, and probably four or five of them will be from the new record, and then we'll get like two old ones for the the OGs. That's usually how that goes. But cool. Turnstile Love Connection, definitely a favorite among uh, among everyone, I think. Um, no Surprise, that's the next one. This one isn't really like a song. I mean, it is, but it's more like an interlude. So there's really not much to say about No Surprise. I can see them playing this one like before their set starts or to like take a break, take a, like a 40 second break when they're going in between songs or something. So it's, it's a cool little interlude. It, it works into the you know, the theme of the album, but there really isn't anything else to say about no surprise. But uh, then that brings us to the, f- the last track, Lonely Desires with a Z. Very, uh, very innovative there. I got to say Lonely Desires. I like this song um, a lot in certain aspects. And then there's one couple aspects of it I don't like. Uh, this one has like some really, really, really good drumming. This is like probably my favorite drum track on the whole whole record you get some almost like shoegazy type effects again on the vocals again you get in a nice combo of like the old and new style we also get like this weird fade out effect that kind of triggered me but i'll I'll let you guys you know touch on this one before i get into that uh what did you think of this one uh, maddie um i like it especially as like as the um like last song on the album I don't know why, but I think of like basement when I listen to this song. I I think it's just a shoegazy sound. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I could definitely see see the comparisons to basement. And I think I think they really have done like this whole like 
integrating like that shoegazy type sound really well. I really think, you know, not very many like hardcore quotation marks bands could, you know, could do this super, super well. I mean, outside of maybe hundredth, I mean, they're like the prime example of, I mean, they basically just switched genres, but anyway, yeah, it was, it was a cool song. Uh, Phoenix, did you, did you like this one? Do you like this song? Yeah. I mean, it was super trippy. Yeah. It's just, now that you guys have shared, I just got to like, this was like the one that like, <laughs> this isn't really like maybe a legitimate criticism, but it just bothered me. Cause like, it's the final song on the album, which I think is, is, is a good placement, but we get like this weird fade out effect and that's totally, I'm okay with it because like it fades out and then it kind of like brings back in like that same effect that they use at the beginning of the album for mystery. And it's kind of like that super dreamy thing. And I'm like, okay, this is cool. It's kind of like a way to bookend the album and you know, you start with, with this, you're ending with this totally cool with that. But then like <laughs> it fades out. And then we get that cool effect and I'm like, okay, cool. The album's done. And then it's like, oh wait, just kidding. Then it fades back in again, but it only fades back in again for like 10 seconds, 15 seconds. And then it fades out again. And I was like, why? The decision to fade out twice is like just really, really strange. And I really low key hate it, but <laughs> That might be just me. Maybe no one else cares about it. But I, was, I was, yeah, that's literally me. I was just like, bruh, why, why you do this? Why? But besides that, I was like, it was a cool song. Um, just fucking hate that, that ending part. But uh, final thoughts on this one, Maddie, what, what, what do you think overall of this, of this album? I really like this album a lot. Um, I probably give it like a, I don't know. Go. nine out of ten maybe nine out of ten you heard it nine out of ten i don't know i like that it's a super fun album it's just super fun to listen to yeah 100 percent. phoenix what are your final thoughts on this one i give it an eight out of ten um because it's a pretty experimental album so i respect that and then the entire album belongs in a tony hawk game or a skate or some snowboarding game or some shit Hundred percent, and we all agree on that one. I think, like I said, EA, you're missing your opportunity here if you don't use this album or most of this album at least on your soundtrack, <laughs> on your promo. Use this shit. It's like printing money. Everyone's gonna like it. And uh, so yeah, this uh, this album, I think it was really good. It was better than I thought it was going to be. I, I kind of was like torn on this because. Some of the singles, I was like, I didn't. I only listened to like once, and then I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. And like, I was not like, I've always liked Turnstile, but I've never been like super, super into them. So this was the one where I like really did a deep dive in, and it exceeded my expectations. I think this was a natural evolution for Turnstile, like we said before, dream punk, ethereal hard, ethereal hardcore, ethereal dream, whatever the fuck this you want to call this <laughs> genre. I think it's cool. I think it's it's pretty original, and it didn't stray too far from the original sound, which I think is the best way to do something like this. If you want to go and experiment, I think you can do that while still remaining true to your original fans and original sound and still kind of branch out. And I think that was just 
perfectly done here for the most part. I think the strangeness, especially in songs like Alien Love Call, are going to either be a hit or a miss for a lot of people. But I do think that this record is going to take them to the next level in their popularity. I think this is going to really blow them up. I mean, they've already been blowing up, but I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be big for them. I can see this being like Grammy nominated and and whatnot. So we'll see. Um, Not all the songs were super huge hits for me, but I genuinely think this is like a pretty goddamn good experimental hardcore type album. Um, I'm going to go eight out of 10. So we got eight out of 10 for me, eight out of 10 for Phoenix and Maddie with the, the high end, she's going to be jamming this for the rest of the year, nine out of 10. So <laughs> I mean, I'll I think we can all the rest of the year too. I'm saying. No, for sure. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but uh, I think we're all in, you know, agreement here that this, this album was pretty, pretty awesome. Pretty cool. If you're any fan of, you know, the hardcore kind of punk genre, definitely worth your time. So cool guys. Well, thank you again for, uh, for joining me. Thank you, Maddie, for, for coming back and, yeah, and doing you. this one. We're going to be doing, uh, in just a couple of weeks, we'll probably be doing another one. Cause, uh, we got probably one of the most anticipated albums in the scene of the entire year coming up with spirit boxes, new, new album, uh, eternal blue coming out here. So I think we have like me, you Phoenix, obviously. And I think Devin said he wants to get in on the, on the review for that one too. So we'll probably have like four, maybe even five people for uh, spirit boxes review. So that'll be, that'll be fun. Oh yeah. So, well, thanks again guys for uh, coming in and uh, we'll probably talk to you, Maddie, in just a couple weeks because eternal blue is only, I think two weeks away. So I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks again to Maddie and Phoenix for joining me this week on the Turnstile Review. That'll do it for this week. Like I said before, all of the news and new releases are going to be moved to the website so I can churn out more content. Thanks for your support if you've been listening this far. I am hopefully just getting started with this. So we'll see you guys next time. This has been Mashmouth. Bye-bye.